Welcome to the Winner's Mindset Trading Podcast. Here, we aren't selling you a system or discussing market fluctuations or speculations. We're just two traders, a father and daughter, who have made money and lost money. We've traded many systems and markets and found what it really takes to become a successful trader. The Winning Mindset. We don't care what you trade or what system you use. We know if you don't have the mental strength, you'll never be a winner at this trading game. So let's get real, get disciplined, and make some money. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Winner's Mindset Trading Podcast. This is episode two. I am one of your hosts, Paulina, and I'm here with my dad, Paul. How's everyone? Great to be um, doing another podcast. So today we're going to be talking about the mental struggle or just, you know, kind of the, all the different emotions and, and mental tor- turmoil that comes up when you're in a trade, managing a trade. You know, we've talked about last week, you know, how to get through losses that inevitably happen, but sometimes winners turn into losses just because of sometimes the mindset that went behind the management of your trade. So exactly. this is kind of the prevention aspect of it. Um, so yeah, dad, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I, I think it's very important when you're in a trade, you know, you wear, you're wearing um, two hats. And I think once you're in the trade, you really want to be a tunnel vision to your resistance and support levels. And I like to call it symmetry levels. So, for example, if you're long in the market, you want to focus on support. And when I say we wear two hats is because we're also looking at the resistance and is the market topping out? And that can really play with your mind. So I think the best way is to really focus, if you're long in the market, on that support level and just keep trailing your stop level up until you hit Fibonacci levels that may you may be satisfied to, um, for some proper targets. But even if- then, you can, like, because sometimes it's easy at that point too, you know, to think, oh, we're, you know, we're hitting a, a resistance level here. Say, you know, you're long in the market and you've got a great entry. It's like, oh, we're going to be hitting some resistance here. I should just take it. And then you take it after it pulls back a little bit and then it shoots up. And now you're like scrambling to get back in and you've messed up your entry. Sometimes at those points, it's better to say, hey, let the stop get built. And in those positions too, you can always bring your stop up. Or in your case, take partial profits, take some of your position size out. So you've locked in some profits, but you've still got some running that exactly way. You correct. don't have to necessarily miss out on the potential, you know, full extent of the move, especially when you're working with the trend. Exactly. Correct. The, the scariest thing when you're in a trade is when you get those spikes, like for example, if you're long in the market and you get a, a, a spike down that gets close to your stop, it doesn't stop you, but gets close. You're going to be very careful because then it makes you reactive and impulsive. So the more tunnel vision you can be to that stop and just keep drawing Fibonacci's, you know, from your stop level to the the last high and then a stop level to the last high, because then that will give you some solace in knowing this is the pullback. This is, this is expected. This is a healthy pullback to continue on. Yeah. I think what's always really helped me and also is always become clear to me when I stray from it is being very clear about the direction you're choosing to play. Right. So there's going to be a chance, no matter if you're 
whatever system you're playing that you're going to be wrong sometimes and that's okay but you just want to make sure you're tunnel vision to that system and if you're trading in a in a way where you're constantly flip-flopping buy sell buy sell because you are confused about direction every movement the bar makes you're going to use as a justification for the other side that you're trading so be very clear from the get-go okay the trend is up I'm taking buys that way when it pulls back like you said you know the support level the line in the sand to say, this is no longer making a higher low and higher highs. This is now breaking that level and it's going to make a lower low. At that point, I'm wrong. So that's a good point to keep up is like when you're long, maybe keep a better eye on those support levels. And then when you're short, you got to keep in mind those resistance levels because trending is just higher highs, higher lows, lower highs, lower lows. Well, there's two things to it. And you, you said the first thing that you said that was very, very correct, very true is what direction am I playing? Am I playing the long side? Then all I have to do is focus my timing on the pullbacks for the buy. Yep. If my direction is on the short side, I have to focus my pullbacks for the short. And that makes it a lot easier. So, because there's two things to it. There's direction and there's timing. Yeah. And if you've got the direction right, but your timing's wrong, you're going to lose money. Yeah. And if your timing's right, you've got the direction wrong, well, your timing won't be right if you get the direction wrong because then you, you you lose. Yeah. So so it's important to get direction and timing right. And um, I like how you said, you know, once you figure that out, and then it's focusing, like I say, on the support and resistance. Try not get caught up in the bars and the movement because that, that will create impulsiveness. And and believe me, I'm the worst at it. I, I hate it. And it, yeah. and, it, and it fakes you out. And that's what you don't want. With that too, a a big thing that has helped um, both of us, but is sometimes, you know, very difficult to do at times, especially when, you know, you're trading full time and you've got time on your hands is not being focused on the chart after you've entered a position. When you've entered a position, you've got to keep in mind, I'm entering this because everything on my checklist to enter a trade has been marked off, which means I've done the study to say, the probability of this trade being correct is high, right? Because that means it's to my system. So then you have to let it, any movement that happens is just movement of the chart and you can't really get caught up in that, making sure your stop is in the correct level to say, this is the area where I am wrong. Um, But also my position is protected. Right. It's the noise. The noise is what will- Kills us. That's what kills you. It fakes you out. And I tell you. If you can avoid the noise and be tunnel vision, and when you're in a trade on those support levels or resistance levels, depending on your direction, and just stay with the trend, you will be a lot better off. It'll, it'll save you a lot of money. It's funny because, you know, we've obviously read about tons of traders, you know, and you hear these stories. And even just from my own experience, too, is like anytime I've forgotten about a trade, I've done better. Well, set and forget. Yeah. Whenever I've set my position, I've set my stop in, and I've just let it play, you know, maybe only go back to check it once every couple hours or hour or so, if that, man, the profits that you rake in versus watching every step that that bar takes, I mean, it's impossible for it to work out. And the worst days that this happens are, I find range days are the worst for this. Right. Um, you know, those are really 
even just range hours. Like last night, for instance, there was a range at support. And today it's kind of, bit of a, been a bit of a range pullback, you know, situation as well. And these are the days that can get really tough because it does not move in a beautiful fashion. It does not just shoot up or fall down. You know, there's so much noise in there. And it's also, if you're taking a certain side, it will get very close to your stop and give the look that you're wrong all, even if you're right. Right. You're exactly right. And it becomes very, very difficult. Yeah. So, so getting direction, once you understand your direction, and if you don't understand your direction, you need to stay out. But That's once you, big. Uh, yeah. But if once you understand your direction, then it's a matter of playing the sidelines, support and resistance, and 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 that's where you focus. That will keep you in a trade. Yeah. Until you're stopped out. Exactly. Absolutely. I being really patient. Being patient yes. and waiting for the right odds, the right setup. And then having the patience to let the trade play out. I like to call it sitting in the pocket, like a football player, a quarterback who sits in the pocket. The guy can sit a little bit longer, will get a will get a better play without rushing it. So if yeah. you can just sit there a little bit longer, you the tr- let the trade play it out. Let it play out for you. There are times, too, where often I'll feel the impulse to be like, man, I just really think this is the entry or, you know, maybe it's a range day. And I feel the impulse to trade, even though there's a lot that is unsure, I'm unsure of, I will paper trade it or simulate it. That's a number one thing too, is to really be aware of when you're live trading, there's money on the line. That's not the time to just say, screw it. I'll just take a position. This is what I'm going to do. You know, especially if you found that you've gonna you've been in out in out in out a bunch, take a bigger time frame look. Also, when you feel like you're really confused about direction, the small time frames, especially when it's rangy or whatever, can really get hard to watch. Um, right. So take a bigger time frame viewpoint. Hey, even if it's like say yesterday or two days ago, even when it falls or shoots up, sometimes when it shoots up real big. Yeah, like you were saying before, you feel like you're out in the ocean. You don't know where you want your stop to be because you also don't want to give back all those profits. That's sometimes, too, where we've screwed up great profitable positions in the past, you know? Absolutely. Gotten greedy and fearful all at the same time. So you take your money thinking, I've made it. And next thing you know, it just pulls back a little bit because you're like, it's going to come off. And then it takes off and you've only made one third of the move. Well, you really want to try not focus on the money. More so focus on the process. Yeah. And if you can focus on the process, the, the money will take care of itself. Yeah. You know, so that's, that, that's, that, that's the, the big factor. Because really at the end of the day, you're either going to have a small win, a small loss, a big win, or a break even. That's what you're looking to have. And if you can just trust in the process, the score will take care of itself. Absolutely. And, and that's discipline. You know, it's self-control and discipline are big things when it comes to trading the trading the market. Yeah. There's off, oftentimes, um, you know, for a long time there, I remember I was trading super well, blank chart, 480 minute, you know, so much patience because my bar would come once every eight hours. And then as things started to get more volatile and move a little crazy, you know, you started to get this, I started to get this fear of just missing out. 
And then that's when it's like a very, it's like a crazy little snowball effect on your disciplines. You slip up on one thing and next thing you know, you're giving up one discipline and then another discipline and then another. And next thing you know, you're just completely in chaos. So it's really important. Oftentimes when I look back on those situations, I'm like, if I had just stuck to my system or just been patient to say, yes, there's a a lot of volatility, but this is my stop and let it go, man, the profits would have been insane. Yeah, but that also comes down to knowing yourself. Yeah. You know, really knowing yourself. If, you, if you're an impulsive person, try and create a system to, that keeps you away from the danger zone. And, um, and if, you're, if you're very patient and you can see the action and, and tunnel vision to your work and your system, then you'll be able to do that. But the more focused you are on those lines for support and resistance, once you're in a trade, that's going to help you. It's definitely going to help. It's going to help you stay in and and try and avoid everything else. Yeah. Because there's a lot going on. And not being afraid, a big thing too, is really surrendering to the fact that if you get stopped or say the market, you know, shot up and then, you know, pulled back pretty deep and ended up stopping you out. Um, that's okay. You know, that's Mm. not, that's just part of the game. And that wasn't your time to necessarily make the big money. And that's a, you know, we, I read this article the other day, I sent it to you from Mark Minervini when he talks about throwing the hundred dollar bill out the window, just letting go of money and the reward of it because, and especially that hundred dollars, because it's like, you're going to lose it a million times when you're trading a hundred bucks, you know, you're just constantly going to lose it. And you have to get past the fear of losing those profits sometimes. Um, And just sometimes you're only going to make a small profit on a trade, even if it had a big move because it wasn't ready to trend yet. You know what? One thing is this. Let the trade winds flow. When you get too many um, pre-existing things in your mind where you think this is going to be the goal, this is what's going to happen. Then you now you're already interfering with your mind, and this is such yeah. a game of psychology. So focus on the lines. If it's going to be a big win, let the let the trade take you there. If it's not going to be, and you get stopped out. Well, that's all it was for today, and it protected you. Same thing, day in, day out. Good trading, profitable trading is boring trading. It's just going to say that. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It can get very, especially the more you look at charts, the more you analyze, the more patterns you see. I mean, man, it happens to us all the time. It can get very easy to start predicting. And even though, you know, we talk about discipline and we talk about mindset and we're very much about just following the system, it's hard to not let those biases come in sometimes. Oh, but you never totally. know what the market's going to do. It's vicious. It's it's only as predictable as your as you know your system really but it's going to do things that are unpredictable one of the best things that just happened recently i think is oil went to negative yeah because that just goes to tell you anything can happen yeah anyone that says it can't go well just was proven wrong yeah so so it just goes to show you just follow your work uh, um, have your supports resistance focus on those areas for a trailing stop and just surrender. I like how you use the word surrender. Surrender to it all. Yeah. Really? You know, and that's, that's tough. That becomes so psychological then. Yeah. I, Get to know yourself. I think what can really um, get to 
people mentally only know this from personal experience too, is there's a lot of, especially when, you know, it comes to the management of a trade and say you get stopped out after a profitable trade, or you didn't make as much as you wanted to have made, or maybe you were right, but you lost money is the shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know, that happens post trading day or post trading week. And that can be pretty terrible. You know, I do this sometimes too of like, and you know, and you've pulled me up where, oh, if only I'd held this and not exited, you know, it's like, well, you can't say that that is what you would have done because you only had the information that you had at that time. And the best thing for you to have done to protect your capital was to have exited. So it's really important to be kind to yourself and to not play, um, to not get into that spiral is, you know, kind of piggybacking up what we said last week how you manage a trade can be a mental turmoil, but also how you manage your mind after a trade, depending on how it went is really important. Exactly. You know, um, the men and women who can be right and sit tight are uncommon. So, so sitting with a trade and just trailing it, you're always going to get the biggest profits. But remember, if you decide to take your profit because of, of a, a hit a level, you, you didn't feel comfortable with it. That's the choice and decision you made at that point in time. And whatever happens afterwards happens. Does has no relevance. Right. That's a big thing. Has no relevance. And you're right. Be kind to yourself. Play play your game in, out. You will screw up. And that's okay. And get back to just keeping it simple. Yeah. I, I really like that. It's, it, I, it's interesting because, you know, I had an interesting day trading the micro Aussie futures today only did like three trades, very, very small, like, cause it's in a range. It's in a really interesting point where, you know, the four, and I don't want to talk trading positions too much on this podcast, but kind of talking about the men- mentality side of things. I was super torn because to me, the 480 minute to my system was, it was a sell, it was a pivot sell. Um, but going down to a smaller time frame, man, it was a range and had so many cases to buy. Um, but also had cases to sell at certain areas too. And that's a really interesting point to say, okay, if you're going to take a position, um, you're going to have to place your stop at the resistance or the support, the main ones, and just be happy with those losses if they happen. And if you're not happy with them and it's confusing, you have to be able to sit out and say, whatever the market's going to do, it's going to do. I'm okay with it. And I'll just wait for the easy setup. That's right. But like you just said, you looked at the 480 and then you go to a smaller time frame. So let's say, for example, you want to be short. The 480 is giving you a short, for example, right? Well, you go to the small time frame to bring in the short. So if there's a buy signal on the short time frame, you're not taking that buy. You're just waiting to that short, that short time frame goes on a sell to come in alignment with the 480. It's, it's having the patience to do that and not getting caught up mentally to think, well, cause that's where it comes in. A lot of things coming into play. What I was saying earlier is being very decisive on your direction, you yes. know, being decisive on where in your system, your direction is set for me, the bigger time frame sets the direction. Um, but not also at the same time where I got messed up is having that smaller time frame combat my direction in a way where it was just making it confusing of, man, this really could go either way here. And maybe I should just take a position because I don't want, I want to have a good entry. Well, the good entry is the entry you can hold. Well, why can't you just wait till it all comes in? Exactly. Timing comes in together. And there's that, 
with the time you should come, you should be able to wait and say, Hey, if it's going to go down, let it break support and then give you a clear pullback. If it's going to go up, let it break a resistance and give you a clear pullback. Cause now at least the direction has been set. Well, let's look at the S and P for example. I did a trade here this afternoon where the market's been down and then yesterday overnight and today it's been up. Yeah. And, and if you look at it, it the short term, short time frames up on a pullback from the move down. Mm-hmm. Now, that could turn into be a buy. And that from the pullback turns into a buy. But but from what I'm reading and the direction I'm taking, the direction is down and this is a pullback. Then what happens is you get a double top at a resistance level. Short term time short time frame goes in now in alignment with the big time frame. You're short. Yeah, but it's having the patience now, to, to sometimes wait that long too because you to don't the, know when it's going to happen. To have the patience to wait that long is part of the game. And and if you don't have the patience because you screw up, it's okay. Get out, take the loss, reset yourself, and then get in alignment. So and a thing to also discuss too is, okay, you're in a trade, you enter, right? It's everything's to your system. And I've been in this position before, you've been in this position, and you're really great about it, is you enter, it starts to go in your favor, and then all of a sudden it starts pulling back really close to your stop. And then we right. all do that newbie thing where we exit it and we reverse our positions. We're like, oh, we got the pivot wrong. And then boom, it, that was just to test the area where we entered, and then it shoots back down into the direction we were and you lose money. Really right. important to be careful of what goes through your mind when you enter a position and you start to see the move go against you. It is. It's very important. Well, if you stay focused on those support and resistance lines, that's going to be your line in the sand. So if it takes that line in the sand out, I'm wrong and I'm out. Now reset for the next trade. That may be a reverse your position. That may be you have to wait for a pullback. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you may have got stopped out and a bit of bad luck and then reset to another buy and then you're back in again. Yeah. I think it's really because what brings this in mind is that time where it was a few weeks back and the S&P fell uh, after it looked like it was going to possibly go up. It was right at resistance. It fell and it gave a you know little bear flag to short and then it shot up and immediately shot down. Remember that? Right. And yep, I think it was like, yeah, April 7th or something like that. Anyway, um, and that was a really interesting point because, you know, I screwed that one up because of that spike. And it got me thinking. I was like, you know, that's why it's so important when you enter a trade to walk away and say, I'm most likely wrong. It's very counterintuitive when you're trading. It's not human nature. It, it's, it goes against everything that is our human nature, which is our fight or flight right? Our survival. For the minute, uh, you know, money's involved, you're going into that tight, stressed out shoulders up to your ears back is, you know, aching mode when you kind of have to do the opposite. It's like the meditation of managing a trade, the meditate, the, you know, the acceptance of surrender of losing money. That's like not how we're programmed. So that's why it's so difficult. That's what, that is the part of trading that I think causes more losses and more money, like big money to be lost um, than anything else, really. 100%, 100%. That's why it's be careful with the volume. And you want to have enough tension that 
allows you to go, but not too much that throws you over the deep end. So, you know, you want to be able to keep that control. You know, so I think if you have the attitude of trading the amount of volume that you just don't really care about, you, I think you will always perform a lot better. And you'll always be saying only if I did a bit more here, a bit more there. But um, if you did do that, then then you probably wouldn't have held the trade as long or, or you would have cut it too early because you're afraid of getting stopped mm-hmm. and never was stopped. So that happens as well. So, you know, it's, it's such a game of the mind. Um, so the more you can get, put yourself in a really good, you know, I, I spoke about it last time, your boundaries. If you have got really good boundaries that you can play in, it will allow you to think clear. It will allow you to be able to manage the trade well and make it a beautiful experience. And you will screw up sometimes, and that's okay. Get yourself back on track. Listen, you may screw up a lot of the time. And that's an important thing too is being able to have that mental staying power to say, okay, I'm screwing up a lot, but I'm going to keep coming back, and I have to change something very big has to change. Like a big turning point for me was, you know, getting into bad habits, you know, that mental turmoil. And then, you know, you have the weekend where you get all hyped up and then the same things would constantly happen. I was like, you know, something big has to change. And this is where the discipline comes into play of when you enter a position, when you enter a trade and it truly checks off all the boxes in your system, leave, move the chart. Another big thing when you're looking at the market and there's not a single trade that's set up for your system, be very clear about what needs to happen in the market on a very specific time frame for your system to set up and then leave the market until about that time. Because if you keep right. looking at it, you're going to see opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, and it's going to want to pull you in, you know? And sometimes things that weren't clear before all of a sudden become clear, but it kind of goes against your system or you start doing that. Your mind plays all these tricks to get you in because in the back of it or underneath all of that is the underlying fear of, I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to miss out. But then there's also the greed side of, I want to make big money now. Right. Well, that gets back to the Warren Buffett um, situation where he talks about, the, the you know people that are impatient is a transfer of money to the patient yeah so and people that you know the biggest difference is not everyone wants to get rich slow yeah and and that's why they lose money yeah so go slow go steady stick to your plan um focus on the lines when you're in a trade and um keep it simple yeah don't don't care about the money very counterintuitive thing but the more you can uh care less um, and like you said, just let the trade winds flow, trail that stop and know that you're most likely pre- or, or never going to get the full extent of a move. And that's really not your right. job as a trader. Your job as a trader is not, you know, people always have those headlines that they want to glorify of, you know, some trader who's insane, like got the entire fall of the market, you know, um, or someone yeah. who's gotten. I call BS. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, yeah, exactly. Exactly. BS one and two, like. They got, you don't know how many losses that money's making up for. <laughs> I think we've said that in the past, exactly. you know, so they got lucky on that one, but like, that's, yeah, that's not your job. Your job is to make sure your wins outweigh your losses. And the best way to do that is to by give, give your, your wins a chance to win, 
you know, they're not going to move in the way that we always like, which is it just shoots up and keeps on going. And like, you just barely have to trail that stop up um, to make a lot of money. They're going to give you pullbacks and it's going to test things. It's important you find a time frame to watch that's good for you where you can feel like you're not going to be scared out of the market. It's hard to do that when you're starting out too. So I suggest taking a bigger time frame look um, for the overall chart pattern and trend of the market. Very true. And like I say, it's getting to know yourself, you know, especially if you're starting out. What works with your temperament? Yeah. I, I you know, yeah. Really, what works with your temperament? Because you're going to see a lot of squiggles on a computer that looks like a heartbeat and it can get really frustrating if you don't get in rhythm. Yeah, especially when those heartbeat squiggles are dollar signs. You know, that's going to bring up, a, there's going to be so much brought up. You can know yourself so well, like we've talked about before, but the minute money's thrown into the mix and you're seeing it, you see it, you know, being manipulated by human emotion, there's all you're ever trying to do as a trader is grab onto that control and control the market. But the key to being successful in the market is relinquishing control, surrendering, being okay right. with the whatever happens. It's, it's quite a, um, an expression of how to kind of treat life. Totally. It's more like learn to control, focus on controlling yourself. Yes. Not the market. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the biggest thing is the minute you take a position in a trade, you're relinquishing the control over what that money can do. The only thing that you can control is your account. So how much money you can lose. And that's it. That's how it. How much money you can lose. That's all you can control at that point. You can't control how, how much money you make. Unless, no. you know, obviously you're just talking about, you know, if the market goes really far and, you know, you take your profits too early, again, that's a management of risk. But just being able to let go and relinquish and surrender your position, that's that's really, really, I think, the most important thing. And the best way to do that is to not do too much screen time. Very true. Screen time will, can really screw you up. Yeah. Screen time, which obviously position size comes into that because position size creates a lot of fear um, yep. and greed. And being, you know, even if you've got a super small account, you're only trading maybe like one contract, being aware of if you find yourself constantly looking at the screen, maybe this is not the right p position for you to be in, you know? And if the market, if you end up exiting with no loss or small profit or just square and the market ends up taking off in the direction you are in, it's important for you to know that it's not your job then to jump on that train. You then have to kind of get in with yourself and your mind and say, okay, what caused me to have fear around that? And I need to wait for everything to get very easy for me. So that way I, I'm not fearful. Right. Very true. Look how you put that. Yeah. Well, do you have anything oh. uh, else to add? No, I think that that's it. And, um, you know, it all gets down to, to discipline and focus on the process, not the scorecard. We want to be professional executioners of our systems. Exactly. All right. Good talking. Paulina. Good talking, Dad. And right. we'll uh, do it again next week. You got right. it. Take Bye. care. Thank you all for listening to the Winner's Mindset Trading Podcast. You can follow and connect with us on Instagram at Winner Mindset Trading. We'll catch you next time. And remember, conceive, believe, achieve.